0: morning. In your money today, we're going to take a dive into something many of us probably don't think about as much as we should, that's our digital legacy. I'm joined by Nick Worley, who is CEO and founder of Inner Life, to find out more about the business of digital legacies. Thank you for joining me, Nick.
1: Thanks so much for having me.
0: First off, I think we need to get an explainer. What do you mean by digital legacy? What sort of things is that?
1: (laughs) Digital legacy, it's one of those things where it encompasses everyone's lives daily especially since the birth of the iPhone, digital cameras and recording devices. But essentially it's everything that you have online about your social digital footprint. So that could be your Facebook profile, your WhatsApp groups, your banking information, your accounts, anything which you think is online is part of your digital legacy. But moving forward, the idea of digital legacies is if something happens to you, if you pass away, etc., what happens to all that digital information? And most people don't tend to. To think about this in any way, shape or form until it's too late, they're older or they're facing an illness.
0: I think we can all relate to this, that we've lost friends or relatives and then can't access some really treasured photos and things like that. And it can be very, very difficult. So what kind of uh, market are you seeing for tools that enable people to share and keep these things between their families and keep them forever?
1: Interestingly, I mean, one of the reasons we started in life was personally, I didn't see any really good tools in the market. I had seen social media sites I was part of simply own your data if something happened to you. They made it incredibly difficult for families to access or even change profile information. Twitter, for example, purges your data. So if you look online, there were lots of people who were in agony over like relatives' posts and profiles being purged to reuse a username. Google as well this year are purging inactive accounts of more than two years. So there's all these things out there on the periphery of it, but there's other aspects out there, financial planning, legacy trusts, legal issues, health information, which encompass a variety of aspects of digital legacies. But again, there hasn't been a one-stop solution for ages. So the market, which we're seeing, is pretty vast in growth potential.
0: In terms of money. What are the sort of income factors here? Are are we seeing this as projecting to grow significantly in the near future? Very,
1: very significantly. We did some market research and what we found was the market was always growing anyway, but COVID really accelerated that growth. Obviously, we all remember the amount of loss that happened, people being separated, not being able to travel and see your family members for a long period of time. And it really made people start to think about how am I going to be remembered? And so there was a bit of a surge in that space. So the projections we've sort of seen are in the next 2032, it's going to be over 60 billion globally. At the moment, it's at about 15 billion US globally as a market. And that encompasses everything from legal planning, estate planning, software you use to store and and house your data already. But as people begin to really focus more on how they're going to be remembered and looking for various tools and tie-ins with different industries, we expect that to surge dramatically.
0: Looking at the other side of things, what are the challenges here? We're talking about these files that are going to be kept probably on cloud services somewhere. And we all know that various, say, social media sites that we may have used in the past have gone kaput. They no longer exist. So that information, where does it go and how are you guaranteed with these kind of services that that information is going to stay where it is?
1: Well, up till now, there's been no guarantee. Again, the reason that Facebook and others are free is because they share share your information with advertisers. There was a recent Oxford University study which showed that I think there's 30 million deceased people on Facebook at the moment and in the next 10 years or something there's going to be more deceased than alive. But what happens to all that data and how are they using it? We want to give ownership of that data to users but I think everyone in one way or another should be at least thinking about how they can safe their legacies, whether that's putting on a digital storage drive which they keep at home, if it's storing their phone somewhere and giving the password to loved ones. There's a variety of things that everyone should do. But the most important thing is actually thinking about their digital legacy, not leaving it till the last minute, because by that point, it's too late anyway.
0: So you should already be thinking about this, no, no matter what age you are and, and anything like that. These are things you should be considering. And I think these are very important topics that you're talking about here, this kind of sharing of information. And this is very true particularly in a financial world, that I think many of us are clueless as to where our close relatives have got accounts and where they might have money stored away that you might need to deal with situations after they're gone. So I can see that there's a lot to be built around this. But again, there are aspects also of, I guess, data protection here. And that's got to be important. You know, we hear so many stories about data breaches.
1: Data protection is definitely one of the most important things that sites like ours look at. From a personal perspective, I'm a user of our site anyway. I've spoken to users and they all say the exact same thing. If you had your phone and all your memories of your family on it and it was lost, how much would you pay to get that back? So there's obviously huge personal financial implications for this sort of data, but again it comes back to that point about safeguarding at the very least and preserving that data. If I don't plan at all in any way, shape or form for preserving my legacy, it's just going to be gone. Whereas we as humans tend to think about and plan for insurance, we plan out other aspects of our life, but we just sort of keep recording and posting stuff online and all of a sudden it's too late. So. By By thinking about digital legacies in the same space as those other aspects of our lives, the hope is that people will be able to at least have a plan in place for preserving that data.
0: So what would your top tips be for anyone to start that process? How should we be collating and keeping our data safe?
1: I think everyone just needs to take a second and think, okay, what do I want to be known for? We tend to think about lives in in terms of generations. You're born, you have your grandparents, your parents, yourself, then you move up a level, another level, your great, great grandchildren probably aren't going to remember you. So thinking about if they could hear from me, what would I want them to know about me? So I'm not just a photo. Banking information you can share, obviously, for the current generation, that's important, but at least having a plan in place and saying, okay, how am I going to ensure that I won't be forgotten? How will I ensure that my loved ones will be able to remember me? And also one of the other aspects of our site that we do is a time delay message function, because we also know that we want to hear from our loved ones if something, happens to them. So I've recorded a bunch of messages to my kids, which they will be receiving at future dates. I think that as humans and as users, we all just need to take a step and back and look at our phones and social lives and say, okay, what's important? What do I want to be known for? And what do I want the future to know about me?
0: That's Nick Worley, CEO and founder of Inner Life.